Uh, what day is today? Uh, today, today would be Sunday, sir. Fuck me. I mean, if you want me to. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again, the Cinemascapes edition. Coming back, round number two, Jeremy. Welcome back to the corner. It's, uh, it's good to be back. I really like the corner you put me in. Is it the corner I live at because I call in? Yes, it is. But still a nice corner. <laughs> Nobody puts Jeremy in a corner except me. I put him there. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag true. <laughs> All right, so uh, today we got Jeremy calling in. Uh, we are going to be discussing. This is a uh, this is a few weeks late. There's been a lot of issues going on with internet at my place and uh, or in the studio, and also a lot of issues with uh, communication between me and Jeremy. So we're about yeah, two. I'm terrible at it. Rob's okay. <laughs> I'm garbage. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're about a week and a half, two weeks late on this, but you know, better late than never. We, I, I still want to talk about it. I hope you guys still want to hear about it. I know Jeremy definitely wants to talk about it too still. So we're going to go ahead and we're, we're going to talk about it chapter two tonight. Before we get into it chapter two, there's only a couple things that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about one trailer tonight. That's right. Just one trailer and a little itty bitty bit of news relating to our main topic of the night. So uh, let's just get this started, Jeremy. Uh, I'm sure you had the same experience going into It Chapter 2 with the trailers. Uh, I'm assuming everybody had this same thing happen to them. Uh, you're sitting there, and then you see red balloons, you hear the It music, then we see the trailer for DC's Birds of Prey. Yeah, it was crazy, because I was like, wow. It's part of the DC universe. Finally, someone that can kill Batman. <laughs> what was your first uh, initial feeling towards the trailer itself? And then we'll talk about how like it mixed into the uh, the actual movie. Well, I will I will just say openly, um, probably not going to go see that movie. Uh, Bird, Birds of Prey, correct? Is that the title? Yeah, Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah. It does not. Maybe it's just the first off. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tired of clowns, okay? I want more Pennywise. The more Pennywise, the better. That's how I feel. However, this, this person wants to come at Penny, she wants to make a hit on Penny. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I got, I got Pennywise's back on this. She wants to try and say there's no more Pennywise. Fuck this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Strongly against this movie now. Uh, it just hit me. It's actually called Birds of Prey, the inauguration of Hill, uh, what the hell is it called? The inauguration of Harley Quinn or something like that. It's a really long fucking title and kind of obnoxious. The trailer did nothing for me. More or less, it was like a teaser. You see a little bit of the characters kicking each other and what's his name? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Ewan McGregor spinning around like laughing or shouting or something. I mean, it, it doesn't do a whole lot for you. It's not a lot to get excited over and I mean it, it is still DC and I know a lot of people are saying like oh DC's changing its ways like they're getting better look at Aquaman look at you know Shazam it's like yeah I saw both of those movies they were okay I'm still not excited about any DC property that comes out 
I feel like what's happening is DC is like, you know what? You're right. All of our heroes are garbage. Let's start with our villain. Now, I'm a huge... I should come out and openly say I am a huge Marvel fanboy. So, and I am not caught up on anything in the DC universe. I do. I have not seen Aquaman. I have not seen whenever uh, they Justice League. None of that. So, I will be seeing the movie The Joker when that comes out, but I don't think that's an actual DC property. I mean, it is, but it's not like in the DC. That that's but, correct. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. The the uh, movie Joker, it's it, it's a, its own standalone movie. It's not part of the DC universe. This this one, it like I never, I was never interested in Harley Quinn anyway, especially if the Joker's not gonna be there, which it makes it seem like this is a Harley Quinn alone episode or movie. But her story's so heavily tied, from what I understand comics it's so heavily tied to the joker because she was like a legit person before she met the joker joker made her corrupt and psychotic so it can't be before she met the joker yeah it'll it'll definitely i mean i'm pretty sure it takes place after suicide squad so oh i forgot suicide squad happened yeah it's the same girl that played harley quinn in suicide squad it's margot robbie i legit forgot that movie existed (laughs) that's okay That's awesome. I mean, I feel like DC wanted us to kind of forget it existed for a little bit. Yeah, probably. Because it was, it was not, it was not terrific. Yeah, uh, Suicide Squad was definitely a letdown. I remember being very excited for that one, and then I saw it, and then I was let down. And like after the fact, I was like, I was like really trying to force myself to like it. And uh, I, I think I did a podcast with the Lost Signals a few years ago where they. They did a was it worth it because they released it they released the extended edition so we all sat down watched it and then we talked about if it was worth rewatching again as an extended cut i think we all said no but yeah it it's a movie i definitely forced myself to try to like and i watched it again and i was like yeah this is this is you know, it's still crap <laughs> yeah 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 it took i think i watched it twice it just was uh, i wanted less dialogue and more murder yeah yeah there's only one of them died or no well technically two of them died but it wasn't really like you didn't really feel like anybody was actually in danger of dying except for the very first guy and then the very last guy yeah yeah but yeah uh how they how they tied it in with pennywise i honestly i was like i i have in my notes is is Pennywise a DC property now? Because I, I legit thought, oh wow, he bought Stephen King shit. <laughs> like, yeah, so what that, is, what that is, is uh, they're both Warner Brothers properties. So Warner Brothers owning both properties, they can do whatever they want before the movies are with their trailers. So they put the balloons in there. I thought it was a pretty clever, ta- um, pretty clever tactic to put the balloons in there right beforehand because you're getting like oh here we go we're gonna get right into the movie you're and then like i think it would have been better if they cut dc from the opening and they just had the red balloons coming up but it it was a clever clever maneuver to get you intrigued into what was going on and then like boom you just jump right into uh you're actually jumping into a trailer it was clever yeah yeah it was it was clever i don't know if it's the movie well i mean i guess I feel like it's a bad partnership of movies, though. 
Because, yes, she is related to the Joker, who is a big, famous clown in, in media. And so is Pennywise. So, yeah, let's put her, let's do this with the Pennywise movie. But at the same time, this is a horror movie. And that's a fucking superhero movie. Yeah. Well, villain movie. I can't even say super villain because she's not even that good of a villain. Yeah. Yeah, she ended up turning into, like, an anti-hero, and I think that's what most of the people in this movie are, because I'm pretty sure, like, Huntress is in there, uh, and Black Canary. I think Black Canary's in there, but, uh, you know, Huntress is definitely, like, a superhero that kills people, and um, Harley Quinn, she became so popular, they ended up making her a hero, and, like, she still kills people and whatever, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. The it's, I guess I'm gonna wait to see what another trailer looks like because they've only released two. Uh, you know, the first one I think was a leak, and then this one they released as a teaser trailer, but it doesn't really float my boat. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll maybe, yeah, like you're saying, once it gets closer, but so far I'm not interested. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> all right well guys that is uh the birds of Ch- birds of prey trailer or teaser trailer uh i'm sure if anyone saw it chapter two you saw the trailer uh if not go check it out on youtube uh, i think it's released in english now originally i think it was in like uh spanish or subtitles or something but go check it out the tiny little itty bitty 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 news that we got here it revolves around it chapters one and two in an interview andy muschietti that is the director he gave a statement saying that by the time the movie or chapter two comes out on blu-ray he's going to have shot additional scenes for it and he is going to be extending the movies even more so essentially what we could be getting is pretty much like a seven hour movie in in the hole between chapter one and chapter two, because essentially it is just uh, one long movie. We could be looking at about like a six hour, seven hour movie. I mean, you know, Rob, I'm a guy that will watch. I'm a binger, you know, that, that's why I like to categorize myself at. Yeah. Um, because I just I will sit and watch. 20 hours of a show in one go, like, and not even realize. Well, I will. I'll be very aware of what I'm doing. I just tell people that I'm not, but that's, yeah. Uh, So I don't have as much guilt in the moment. So I'm okay with a seven-hour movie. I have no problems with it. I will watch Lord of the Rings extended versions all the way through. Doesn't, does not bother me. I'm excited for more footage of Pennywise. The more, the better. All right, so, uh, well, I guess we can tell that you did like these movies. Yeah. I, I too, I, uh, originally going into this, the It Chapter 2, I was not a huge fan of the idea of it being a three-hour or close to three-hour movie. I mean, essentially, you are sitting in that theater for over three hours if you include the trailers and the credits. I, I didn't want to sit there for a horror movie for that long because, to me, that is way too long for a horror movie. Horror movies, to me, should be at least 90 minutes, if not shorter, maybe a little bit longer, but now more than, t- than 90, like 95 minutes. S- sitting there, man, it, it didn't feel that long, um, and we'll get into that in a, in a minute. So, uh, seeing it chapter one and two back to back in a combined disc that is also extended, yeah, man, I'm 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 digging that idea. I'll I'll be all for it. Good. We'll have to do it one day. You, me, and you know, get some other people. Sit, watch all of it. Oh yeah, dude. Cry. 
<laughs> you know, float a little. Uh, yeah, we'll get. Yeah, dude, that sounds like a banging weekend, man, or a banging day. Like, to pop those yeah. on. That'll kill like your whole day pretty much. Watch those, drink some beers, have some pizza. That'd be killer. Yeah. Yeah. Have a whole bunch of red balloons set up. Hell yeah! You could dress as Pennywise. Um. Yeah, I we we yeah I could definitely. I'm not gonna dress as either of the Pennywises. I'm sorry. No. Fine then. You're gonna dress no. as uh, Bev. Only if you get to be Ben. <laughs> we get the we get the kiss. No? <laughs> uh, deal. <laughs> Good. I'll pray in my calendar. <laughs> I mean, I would have liked if you had the, or I would have paid an extra two dollars to go have a four-hour Pennywise It Chapter Two movie. I would have liked all that content, but that's how I feel about every movie. Like, I just want the director's cut to be on the theater screen. So, I mean, whatever. The the more media I get, the happier I am. Right on. I I can. Uh... I can definitely understand that, man. Like, if, if it's, like, your thing, like, who you're really into. I remember, like, me and you being, like, hanging out back in the day. I remember you kept talking about Pennywise and the deadlights and, like, you wanted to move to Maine because you wanted to, like, hang out with the deadlights or whatever. And I was like, oh, this guy really liked Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, so Pennywise was probably one of my favorite, or one of my first horror movies uh, when I was about five years old. Yeah. So... Well, I shouldn't say Pennywise, but it, and technically it was a miniseries, but the Tim Curry uh, It miniseries, that, that was one of my first horror movies. My mom, she used to use it as a punishment for uh, if my room wasn't clean, I'd have to sleep in the living room, and she would watch it. So I made sure my room was clean, because I hated it. Was it? I'm definitely not traumatized, and I am a very capable, working, uh, well, well, stable adult. Yep, yep. Those are all true. I think the the original miniseries definitely affected a lot of us uh, growing up. Seeing, especially the drain scene or the uh, the sewer drain. Like I know that scene affected a lot of people. You know, a lot of, a lot of kids I grew up with. That was the part that really freaked us all out and it still is i think the part that freaked a lot of people out when they were younger uh even the one cover for the book there's like multiple covers for this book it shows the like demon hand coming out of the sword gray like that that's something yep. that just gets imprinted on you yeah i i do not like whenever i see a sewer drain i i don't walk over it now is that because i don't want to lose my keys or is it because I think the demonic clown might be in there. It's always option two. My keys are always in my pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always a demonic clown. I just, nothing good in the sewer, you know? Right on. I, I don't blame you. Uh, I, I would uh, I, yeah. I avoid the sores as well. I do not walk over them. Uh, I will say the most traumatizing, just, just a little miniseries love. The, the one that gets me is, I believe it's Eddie. When he has to take a shower at school and all the shower heads start coming in on him, spraying like super hot water, pushing him to the middle of the room, and then Pennywise like opens the drain and <laughs> starts talking to him. And that I have a fear of like public shower settings because of that. Yep. Yep, can't, can't do it. 
I got to say, you sounded more like Mickey Mouse than you did Pennywise. So when you yeah, did, yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> did. Please, please let that in and let us make fun of it together. <laughs> I just pictured Mickey Mouse coming out of the ground. <laughs> it's it's funny because like at work, whenever I try and impersonate somebody, I'm always uh, I always just sound like Mickey Mouse. So. The only person I could ever do an actual impersonation of is Yep Mickey. Oh man. The truest, scariest per, uh, creature ever created. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So we got that. I guess another tiny little bit of news since we're talking about Andy Muschietti. Uh, he has been signed to be the director of the Flash movie. Like the DC Flash? Yeah. They're making a movie? They are making the movie as of right now. Do they still have the... Once again, not a DC fanboy. I don't watch a lot of DC stuff. But do they still have the um, CW Flash TV show going on? Yeah, that's still going. I don't... You know, the TV shows don't interact with the movies. It's two set universes. I'm not sure if there's... So they're going to have two different Flashes. Yeah, I mean, they already have had two different flashes they had ezra miller and justice league and then they have the uh the other kid on the tv show oh once again forgot the justice league was the thing <laughs> it's a, uh, he yeah. was also in uh he was also in suicide squad for a second was he yeah right in the beginning they're going through the list of all the the characters oh, in the yeah. suicide squad and yeah, captain boomerang yeah, you remember that yeah but I don't know if he's going to be playing the Flash in the movie or if they're going to be replacing him because right now, like, I know uh, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck are both out, uh, I think, at least. Uh, Henry, Henry Cavill, I think, is still up in the air if they're going to be using him still, but Ben Affleck's definitely out. So I don't know if they're going to recast Ezra Miller as well. Honestly, from what I kind of remember, I felt like he was a, he was a good Flash. Yeah, like that that actor I, I didn't once again don't fucking read the books for DC don't anything you know but yeah. I thought he looked cool he was a fun character yeah I like the way he ran I don't know if that was like a him thing like as the actor deciding to do that but like he would like throw his like arms outward kind of like he was in an anime and like he, the way he would wiggle his body and move his feet like he he was really cool in a lot of different areas and he was silly I didn't like how uh, how scared they made his character, but I did like him being the Flash since. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with the Flash, man, because that thing's been up in the air for a while. Ezra Miller took it, and he was trying to write his own version of it. And you know, they've had so many different writers come on, directors come and go, and uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, it'll be interesting to see Andrew, Andy Muschietti go from you know mama to the it franchise or the you know pennywise franchise and then now he's going to be hitting up a superhero franchise so i'm i'm intrigued to see what happens yeah i mean he in my opinion he did a good job with pennywise i didn't see mama but the review of it was, was pretty good seems pretty good yeah so he, he, he's obviously a skilled director now it's, is he skilled with superheroes I feel like the Flash is a good superhero for him to start with because it's it's pretty well known, but his power is pretty simple too. 
Yeah. Until you get the time travel bullshit and universe breaking shit in there. But his his like movie one power is gonna be pretty big. I run really really fast. <laughs> yeah. The time travel I always hated. I hated the time travel aspect. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you add time travel and the stuff, it, it throws so much. Yeah. It, like, yeah. Yeah. Opens the door to so much. Yeah. Once it happened to, uh, well, the Cloverfield franchise totally got fucked from that. The, uh, the Cloverfield paradox when they introduced like uh, time space and multiverses that got fucked after that and then the um, yeah. it, I got really fucking scared with Avengers Endgame with how that was going to play out well what I what I like is that uh, the machine that allowed for that well no because they told one at the end again I was going to say well you know Thanos came up through it and it's gone but they had one that they sent Captain America through time to return the, the stone. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I hope there's not a lot of time travel. But then again, like, Doctor Strange, with all his powers, can probably time travel anyway. Yeah. He just hasn't or been shown doing it. Well, the, so. next, the next Doctor Strange is called the Multiverse of Madness. So, you know, eh, we're going to get into the multiverse again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with multiverse. I, it's a time travel aspect. But even, yeah, it's all weird. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, this character died, but not over here, so let's bring him back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You want to talk about this movie now? You know what, man? Let's talk about this movie. Uh, all right, guys, we are getting into It Chapter 2. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, a small portion in the beginning here. We're going to be doing a light gentle discussion of it chapter two we will not be doing any spoilers to start this off once we are ready to introduce the spoilers we will let you know and you can turn off the podcast and then move on to something else and eventually come back if you have not seen the movie all right man so right off the bat we know everybody listening knows you like this movie a lot i have too I, did i say that I'm, I'm sorry was that oh yes i did several times it's a wonderful movie <laughs> <laughs> I, too, did enjoy this movie. I was very surprised that I, I liked this movie as much as I did. All right, it is directed by Andy Muschietti, and we have also, including the cast from the original, pretty much all the kids are in here from the original uh, It Chapter 1. We also have a brand new cast for the adults, and there we have an onslaught of a cast. So we have uh, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain. We have Bill Hader, Isaiah Mustafa, James Ryan, or I'm sorry, Jay Ryan, uh, James Ransone, and Andy Bean, and returning as Pennywise himself, Bill Skarsgård. This cast was insane, dude. I love this cast. Oh yeah, yeah, they were all fantastic as well. Oh, in the in the movie, loved them all. Mind you, the only person I actually knew was Bill Hader. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's because I'm terrible with actor names and faces. Dude, he uh, he crushed it, man. Oh yeah, he. I don't. I don't want to say he carried it because everyone was fantastic, but he definitely. He was my favorite. Richie was my favorite character, especially whenever him and Eddie were on screen together. I just. I loved their dynamic. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I was fond of everyone. Uh, the only one I was kind of like, eh, whatever, was uh, Jay Ryan, the guy that played Ben. He was kind of bland for me. You know, he w he wasn't terrible, but he 
He definitely flew under the radar uh, and not in a good way. Uh, the guy that played Eddie, I thought was fantastic. I think Bill Hader is kind of overshadowing him. I think James Ransone, the guy who played Eddie Kassenbrack, I thought that guy stole the show for me. He was hilarious. He was, he acted so perfectly to match the way the kid acted in the first one. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm not saying you wrong. This is two different opinions here. Uh, Bill Hader, I thought, was incredible in this movie. It was great to see him in a, you know, a horror movie. You know, I, this is the first time I've seen him in a role like this. I know he's in other projects like the, what was that, Barry, I think, is on Showtime. Barry. Barry's very good. Yeah, I hear that's like a thriller, horror kind of thing where he plays a hitman. Um, I, I take it more of a dark comedy. Okay. Very dark comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, he's, I love Bill Hader ever since his days on uh, SNL. Yeah. He's been one of my favorite people. I'd look. I've loved him. Uh, I didn't see. I'm not a big SNL guy. I used to watch the reruns here and there, but um, yeah, unfortunately, I missed him on SNL. But the first thing I remember seeing him in was Superbad, and he played one of the cops alongside Seth Rogen, and he was hysterical in that movie. I loved his character, and then everything after that, like he's someone I don't think I've seen a movie that he's been like one of the main characters or one of the lead, like lead roles. I, I don't think I've ever disliked him in anything. Yeah, no, he's always done, like, a good job. He's a, he's a really good actor. A great comedian, too. He can, uh... Yeah, really funny. Oh, love him. Let's talk uh, James McAvoy playing Bill. What'd you think of James McAvoy? Uh, it, he, he did a good job. I felt his... Yeah, he just did a good job. He, he did maybe not... I think I like Kid Bill more, yeah. but acting was still pretty good on point i liked his character i felt he really you could read he was obviously very affected by what was going on in the story that we will get to uh, but he did a yeah it, it was he, he portrayed what i think a character in that position would do actually i would probably do what stan did but you know oh that, come on dude <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about that <laughs> Oh, that's fucked. All right. Um, James McAvoy, I thought, you know, he's James McAvoy. I don't think he can really do any wrong. I've he, He's another one. I don't think I've ever actually seen him give a terrible performance. He's usually, if not always, enjoyable. I mean, if you saw what he did in Split, let's forget about Glass, but what he did in Split, I thought was incredible. Even his one of his like breakout movies, like uh, like Wanted, at least as a breakout movie for me, I don't know if that's what he actually broke out in, but um, I thought he was great in that movie, like just somebody that has like all these like ticks and everything and is really like, oh, like even him throwing the stuttering in when he needed to in this movie, uh, I thought I thought it was really well done by him. Now, Jessica Chastain, I was her. I was kind of a little let down by. I was never a fan of Bev's character, so I didn't care about her. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, see, I liked her character in chapter one, but then chapter two, I was just kind of like, eh, you're not as cool as you were when you were when you were a kid. Yeah. Well, anyone... So, I love people. People are the best. You're a liar. But, uh, <laughs> people, people that... 
in my mind, put themselves in abusive relationship after abusive relationship and allow them to be in it. They're just maybe not always the best people. I don't know. And her character, it, and I understand lots of trauma from the past, but um, hopefully people have at least seen the first It movie, uh, like chapter one, but are at least familiar with the cat. I don't know. But her her character and the actress, I just, I wasn't impressed by. I mean, the character, Bev, I'm never going to be impressed by because it's just one I don't like as, as a person. But then her, she just wasn't, I don't know. Like you said, she wasn't a strong actress. Or The kid, Bev, was great. I liked her. Yeah, that's but, what I'm yeah, saying. I don't know. Yeah, so... so I think he, they could have gotten ahead. a different redhead. Yeah, dude, I said this since she was cast. I thought they should have gotten Amy Adams to play uh, um, Beverly. For one, she looks very similar to the young girl in the the first movie. And in my opinion, she's a better actress, too. I think think this was definitely a miscast. I don't think they should have put her in here. But, you know, I also also think the guy who played Ben was a miscast. I think they should have gotten someone else or him, too. You know. I wasn't as opposed to him. I, I feel he, Ben, like, I, even as a kid, was a bland, kind of bland character who was just going to grow up and be what he was. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't dislike Ben as much as I disliked Ben. Okay. Well, the, the people that play Ben. Because I'm terrible with people's names. <laughs> just say their character names. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, (laughs) uh, Last but not least, uh, Mike Hanlon played by Isaiah Mustafa. Now, this is the the guy from the Old Spice commercials from back in the day. I said this on the podcast before. He was the one that I was most intrigued by because him I have never seen in anything except for those Old Spice commercials. So I really enjoyed his character in this movie a lot. Yeah, I liked Mike. He, I mean, had the coolest house of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, good character, good acting. Yeah. I, I, he was another one where I definitely felt the emotion coming from the act. Like, like with uh, Billy and uh, whoever played him. It, it was like, when he was on screen, I was like, I get what you're going through. I, I get your point of view. You're right, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he. De- I agree with you. He definitely sold it. Killer performance. Uh, I. I didn't envision the Old Spice guy at any point. Like, uh, I don't think anybody did because I don't think a lot of people realized it was him. But I had no idea. Yeah, like I knew it before going into it, and I was like, oh man, I hope I can forget it. Yeah, dude, I, I didn't think about it at all. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought he. Yeah, I enjoyed him a lot. Overall, obviously, I'm gonna say overall, you you like the the story. Well, did you like the story overall? I guess I'm jumping the gun there. I, yes, I enjoy the story. I think it is a, the story in my mind is like, you know, you can conquer your fears. You just have to work at it. And sometimes your fears are tied to events that happened when you were a child. And then you have to face you're like you have to go back and you have to face what happened when you were a child to get over your fears. To me that's the like ultimate moral of this story without getting into like heavy, heavy spoilers, but just you can face your fears unless you can't. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, because your fears will eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, the you know the the story I I liked. I definitely loved the you know the beginning of the movie. Uh, not the opening scene so much. I thought that was kind of odd and strange. Once it got towards the middle of the movie, you know, it, it started to fade a little bit. And then by the time it got to the very end of the movie is when I, I kind of was like, ah, oh, man. And uh, the ending I didn't care for all that much, I guess I'll say. But really? Oh, I enjoyed it. No, nah, the, the very end of the movie totally ruined it for me. And I'll get, I'll get more detailed later. But uh, the beginning... Okay. Beginning was good, um, middle was decent, and the end, yeah, fell apart. I, th- I think as far as like a script goes, the script was, it wasn't as solid as it could have been. It was pretty good, but like, I think that's what it was that affected the majority of my dislikes for the the ending especially, but y- you said you liked the ending. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, you know, to me, it, it got that moral of the, the, the story in, and I liked what happened with the characters and I I enjoyed it. I felt everyone had a good, almost everyone had a good ending. Yeah, I, I enjoyed every aspect of the movie except, yep, you know what, I can't even think of a part. I liked it beginning to end. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, you know, maybe, maybe I just have like a huge raging erection for Stephen King and everything <laughs> that he puts out. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I loved it. All right, man, right on. <laughs> I appreciate I might be that. I coming from a very biased point of view, but I swear to God, if you do not get on this Pennywise train, I will find you, Rob. <laughs> I will find you and I will hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, and. Here's something that just came to my mind. Uh, one of the things that I disliked about the story, man, is uh, they took a lot of elements from the books, which I guess I can appreciate, especially if you're a fan of the books. Now, I have I read the book when I was in middle school. I, I don't remember it too much. I remember a lot of the crazy shit that happened in it. But I think they introduced a lot of the stuff from the books or the book that was not necessary. And I feel like it was a little forced in there, which is one of the things at the end that kind of you know ruined it for me a little bit. There were characters that they put in there that I wish they hadn't put in. There were some scenes where, like, there was, there was, there is one. It not again. The the time frame was not an issue for me, but I would have cut this one character out completely, and it would have saved the movie at least fifteen minutes. Because the character to me was. I'm excited to hear about that. You're excited to hear about that. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about what character you think they should cut out. Was it Pennywise? Do you think they should just cut him from the movie, Rob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just feel like you're you're hating on the movie right now. You know, what? I just don't think he was necessary. I don't think he was necessary for this plot, man. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Still uh, <laughs> uh, so a great addition. I love I love the Pennywise in it. Oh, I wouldn't see it without him. Uh, you know what? We didn't talk about Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. He was fan-fucking-tastic. I loved him. Oh, my God, yeah. Mind you, so I, in, in when I went to go see It Chapter One, I was like, I'm not comparing him to the fear I have of Tim Curry as Pennywise. Because I saw Tim Curry, Pennywise, as a kid. Obviously, that will haunt me to my fucking grave. Hmm. But Bill 
Sarsgaard, Sarsgaard, whatever his last name is, he did such a wonderful portrayal. My only issues is that I felt he was visually, even when he wasn't in scary mode, he was a little too scary for kids. But, but, and that's who he's supposed to be trying to, like, get to him, which kind of happens, well, I mean, it happens several times in this movie. It's what it's fucking about. And he was a clown that kills children. Not really a spoiler. But uh, it happens, and I feel he, he has such a great voice, but his visuals, like, I like the Tim Curry clown because it's a friendly, like, cool, yeah, let's walk up to him. And then once you're there and in his grasp, it's too late, and that's when he changes into something terrible. Whereas, like, if I saw Bill dressed as Pennywise at a place, I would stay the hell away from him, even if I, like, just, he does not look like an entertaining clown. Yeah, he's got, like, cracks going through his forehead, and, like, he's very misshapen, and, like, teeth are are, are funky, and drools all the time, yeah. and then he stops mid-sentence when he's talking, like, yeah, he's not really a friendly, approachable clown, which... You know, at some points you do get that feeling in the movie. You know, I, I, I don't think there's any kids that really want to approach him too much. But I loved his, like, all that. That is, to me, it's not, like, on Bill. That's that's just, like, how he looks is on somebody in marketing and or dress up and whatever, director. Like, that's higher than him. Yeah. But I thought he did a fantastic job at portraying Pennywise. I know right before the movie came out, there was, um, like, a couple, a meme, going, not, not to steal the, the meme or title or even even try to from Nikita, but <laughs> yeah. he, there was a meme of Bill Hader went up to him when he was dressed as, as when Bill was uh, dressed as uh, Pennywise, and he's like, hey, how do you do that thing with your eye? And he did it, and you just see Bill Hader, like, all freaked out. Yeah. Uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he, he's such a good actor, and he really gets into the character. And I know from watching interviews, he really did a lot of research for the role. Like the whole drooling thing is apparently like he wanted Pennywise to feel like a grizzly bear, yeah. like just so hungry for his prey. I I liked it. Yeah, his uh, I I loved his interpretation of it. I've said it on here before too, where it's like I can't say one's better than the other. Obviously, I love Tim Curry because, uh, you know, he, he's the he's the OG. So, like, yep. I'm, I can't say Bill is better than Tim Curry because Tim Curry did an incredible job playing Pennywise. I mean, he's who he's the one that gave us all nightmares when we were kids. He's the one that terrified us when we were kids. And he, he is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best actors that, that was working back then, man. Like, you look at the character work he did between... Uh, Dr. Frankenfurter in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Even Darkness, oh, yeah. even Darkness in uh, Legend, with Tom Cruise. Ooh, yeah. You know, yeah. he he's an incredible he's an incredible actor, and you know Bill Skarsgård coming in and trying. I wouldn't even say he tried, man. I think he just t- picked up the ball. He said, "I don't want to dribble the ball this way. I want to dribble it this way." And dude, he yeah. fucking made it work, man. Oh yeah, I loved I loved his Pennywise. I loved how he acted. I loved his laugh, his voice. Oh, his voice was gonna give me chills. Oh, I I love 
that Pennywise. <laughs> I love both Pennywise. Let's both say that. So there's a, there's two things here. One, would you agree when I say that this version of Pennywise is almost more childish? I'd say so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't see him in a library blowing horns and laughing at the top of his lungs, but I think I think it's the approach of it though. He's more childish because his main prey is children. Correct. So to get the children in he should be a little more childish. And I think he really took on the clown aspect. Oh, like... Yeah. The, the creature took on being a clown. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I, I... So, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm not against it. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, I'm not against it either. But that that's how I always viewed him. And I think uh, when Quinn was on, the first... Uh, when we talked about Changeland, we talked about some It Chapter 2 news. And he asked me which, you know, which one I preferred... Uh, I think visually between uh, Tim Curry and Pennywise. Visually, I like Bill Skarsgård as like his overall look and costume design. I like that better. Uh, but as far as the characters go, I can never pick between them. But I did say that I felt that Bill Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård, like his performance was more childish as opposed to Tim Curry's. So, you know, I I, I appreciated it. I liked it. Um, my, my question number two, or actually, I guess a, a statement, I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, okay. my one friend I was talking to the other day, he asked me, uh, he, he was thrown off because, you know, this is a, this is going to be a tiny bit of a spoiler, but you know, Pennywise kills a lot in this movie compared to the first one. Um, okay. he doesn't just kill kids in this. He kills everybody. Uh, we'll, we'll say that. So my friend said, you know, why did they change his character? Why did, uh, you know, how come he's killing adults? I thought he only killed kids. Uh, just in case anyone else is wondering that, Pennywise doesn't just kill kids. He he prefers children. He, he'll eat anybody if he has to, but he preys on children for one, because they're easier. And for two, um, sure. They're they're easier to scare, and for three, they have a better imagination than adults do. You want to add on well, to that? And to be fair, like he doesn't he doesn't eat them like he doesn't physically eat them to like for nourishment. He doesn't need to actually physically eat them. He he feeds off the fear that they admit. Um, so when he when he eats, <clears throat> when you see him actually eating someone. That's just to scare. Like, that is all just to, to, in the fear aspect. Because nobody wants to be fucking eaten. So it's all, like, to to heighten the fear. I don't, I don't want to get into spoilers, but Save it. he, yeah. Whenever you see him eating, it's not because he actually needs to eat meat. It's, it's he, he feeds off of the fear that that person's emitting. Usually, uh, from what I understand like, more deep lore about Pennywise, um, he'll start eating people's, like, limbs first. That way they don't, like, immediately die and that they can, he can relish in the fear that he's, they're, he's eating closer and closer to their, like, main body. Yeah, it's pretty effed up. But, yeah, he doesn't, I, I liked him. And he does, yeah, he hunts whoever happens to be nearby. Even in, in chapter one, they talked about a uh, uh, they talked about other incursions where he's like wiped out the whole town or wiped out a group of settlements or whatever. Like he, he 
he just kills, he feeds to feed until he is full, and he'll feed on anything that gets in his path. Yeah, exactly. Well, any human that gets in his path. Yeah, there's never been, like, it's never been, like, said that he eats dogs or cats or anything. He, he feeds on humans. I wanted to add on to what you said about like feeding off the fear so like his tactic essentially is like what a shark does the shark isn't going to come up and eat you immediately it's going to bite you and wound you and let you bleed a little bit and probably a bad example because sharks don't actually like eating people they don't like the taste of us but if they're hungry they will but their hunting tactic is bite release come back and finish you off and yeah yeah i mean that's essentially kind of what pennywise does he bites and then he gets that fear out of you a little bit more and then the he'll leave you hanging around and then he'll just absorb you and finish you off eventually. Yeah, it's it's rare that like he he just pops up and immediately murders somebody. Like the whole reason he dresses as a cuz Pennywise could just take the form of a mouse and come in and into your room and cut your throat and eat you if that was his actual intent. He wants to create fear. He wants to create an environment where you are terrified but unsure. Like, oh, God. Can I talk about the Victoria scene? The Victoria scene? Yeah. Do you remember that scene in this one? Is it the baseball game? Uh, Yes. Save that for spoilers because, yeah, I want to. I mean, can you talk about it without spoiling it? Uh, no, no. All right, yeah, same. We're, we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up on the non-spoilers uh, in like two minutes. So yeah, just hold on to it. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. But yeah, he, I I love the mythos of the creature that is Pennywise, and I, I love how he does things. I love that he got like offended at the end of it, chapter one, uh, and that's why he wants these kids. The whole Pennywise mythos, I just. Thank you, Stephen King, for creating it. Because it is terrifying. And it is why I will never actually move the name. As far as a, a horror movie goes, I, I would say this is a this is a pretty good, pretty solid horror movie. What were your thoughts on the, uh, on the special effects in this one? I loved them. So if something happened in the trailer, can I talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So when Billy is, from the trailer, you see Billy walking around a, um, uh, like a mirror maze. That was like, every now and then you'll see weird stuff. So it was just fascinating to watch and like to try and catch glimpses and to see what was going on. And I thought the special effects there were fantastic. Um, honestly, I don't remember a scene with, ooh, actually I do remember a scene that I did not enjoy the CGI of, but that might have been more, it actually kind of creeped me out, so <laughs> yeah, the special effects I, I thought were on point I mean, it is a high budget horror movie with an A-list cast and a list hopefully support people that made it really good I think they did a great job but mind you, I also didn't see anything wrong in Star Wars Attack of the Clones with the clone army, People hate me. <laughs> I have low standards. Right, I'm yeah. just like, oh, oh yeah, it's really cool. 
Right, I would say uh, the special effects, I, I didn't mind them in this movie. I absolutely hated them in the first movie. So Really? Yeah, the first movie I thought it was terrible. They did this they did this effect a lot where they would keep Pennywise's head still and they would shake the background and it drove me crazy every time they did that. It took me out of the scene every time. There's the one part where in the first one, like uh, I think they're at the Kneebolt house and Richie is in the room with all the clown dolls and that's when he first comes face to face with Pennywise and Pennywise yeah. chases him and it, it does it where the his head and his body stay still and the background just shakes. It, not good. The, uh, the scene with Bev when they're at his, uh, I guess his cave, and the car opens up and uh, he's in there and he starts dancing and his head stays completely still and the whole background moves. Yeah, the first one was, I hated the special effects. This one, they weren't terrible. There were a couple things like the part in the funhouse with the tongue. I hated that in the trailer. It didn't work in the movie. And I think I know what other part you're talking about. Uh, that part didn't work for me either. But uh, the special effects, other than those two things, really, there might be some other ones, but it, they weren't too bad. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. And then, uh, yeah, man. I, mean, I, see, I see my memory of the first one. Yeah, I, I kind of see what, you, what you're saying. I thought that was just like, well, that's kind of creepy because that would be creepy if you're, like something's just standing there, but everything behind it starts shaking. To me, that that, but yeah, they. I don't think they portrayed. I don't think they were able to portray what they were actually trying to go for very well. I still, once again, I'm very. Yeah, no, it's Pennywise on screen. I love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When you when you love something like that, you can just forget it or or not see it. Like I, I do that with the Saw movies, man. If they keep making Saw movies, I'm the same way. Like I I'm always gonna love it. Uh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I get you. All right, man. Let's let's start getting into spoilers. But before we do, Wait, you want to? Do oh yeah, we're gonna oh. grade. We're gonna grade right now. As usual, out of ten, what do you give it? I I give it. You know what? I'm gonna go with a nine. Holy I, shit. I love this movie. Right. I will buy this the day it comes out on all of its things. I I just had such a great time watching it. I went alone. I could not sleep that night. I uh, you know, it was it was so it was scary. It was good. I enjoyed every aspect of it. My my only two issues are some of the well, my only issues are some of the actors weren't terrific, but I knew going in because they have such a great cast of actors that some of them were going to outshine each other. And honestly, the actors that weren't terrific were characters I didn't care a lot about, so I didn't care that they weren't terrific. <clears throat> yeah, no, I I loved it. I thought, yeah, it's a nine. I would see it, I would see this again in theaters. If I have people that want to go with me, I'm not going to go see it again by myself. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll go see it with friends and family multiple times. It's a great time. Right on, dude. I gave it a seven, seven point five. I mean, you're wrong. I know it's an opinion, but your opinion is false. Okay, now you can <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So, um, you know, 
the high points of the movie, uh, the direction I thought was fantastic. The entire cast, for the most part, I really enjoyed. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, we said it. I think we talked about him for like 15 minutes already. Uh, great as Pennywise. Uh, most of the adults were fantastic. Uh, the story, um, beginning, middle, and end, falls apart for me in some areas. They do this thing where they don't stick with the adults throughout the entirety of the movie. They actually rely on a lot of flashbacks, which... Uh, essentially can take away from the movie uh, for me. Uh, The effects uh, weren't terrible. They were better than the first. I could have, you know, it could have been better. As a standalone horror movie, I thought it did its job. Like, uh, I, you know, I don't get scared too often going into theaters. Uh, This, I, you know, I I can sense the creepy stuff. So the creepy factor that was there, I appreciated. And uh, yeah, so for that, you know, it gets a seven and a half out of 10 for me. I overall liked this movie, leaving the theater I wasn't expecting to. And I would softly recommend this to somebody. I, I can see a lot of fans of the original miniseries not liking this. I can see fans of the first one not liking this. And I've, I've already listened to like a bunch of critics and everything too, where a lot of critics I, I are like having a hard time with it as well, but that, that didn't phase me. I, I like this a lot. And you know, to recommend it, I would say, if you don't want to see it in theater, I think you should to get the overall experience, but definitely check it out on Blu-ray and you know, let's see what happens when the six hour, seven hour version comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I am too. I am too. But yeah, so guys, that is our review, uh, non-spoiler, and thoughts and opinions on It Chapter 2. We're going to dig into spoilers now. So guys, if you haven't seen this and you don't want anything ruined, just pause this, go out, see it. It's still in theaters. Or you can wait a few months, wait for Blu-ray, and then come back and listen to this. I doubt you will, but here we go. what you could do is just listen to us and let the movie be spoiled for you. Yeah, if you don't. That's also an option. If you don't give a shit, stick around, listen to the movie, and uh, or listen to the podcast, then, you know, fuck it. All right. That's the one I recommend, because um, I never go back and rewatch podcasts. Well, like, re oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll get that spoiler later. No, <laughs> I do, man. It depends on what the podcast is. If it's someone I really like, I'll go back and listen to it. Uh, <laughs> but I get you, man. I, 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 I get you. But, yeah. Let's go into these spoilers. I'm so excited. All right. So I want to I, I start. I just want to start right from the beginning and go through the movie and just like pull out things we like, things we didn't like. Uh, right in the beginning, I said the, the opening scene with where they're in Derry and it's the, uh, the gay couple and they're walking through the carnival. And then they meet white trash of Maine who end up beating the shit out of them and killing one of them, essentially throwing them off a bridge. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like one of them was like 12 years old. One of them was 10 years old and they're beating up like these grown men. That part, I was like, what the fuck? Come on. Like, uh, kind of from the books, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that, that scene is from the book. But I mean, dude, they could have done it better. <laughs> like they could have been like, it shouldn't have been kids beating up two grown men. I mean, the the one was like a greasy, like, you know, like redneck, like pretty much. And, but but I mean, they live in Maine. Does Maine have rednecks? I'm sure, I'm sure every state has, has their rednecks. Here in Pennsylvania, we do. Uh, I know New York, there's always parts of every state. That's that true. Has its, its hillbilly community. Jer- um, Jersey has its its redneck community as well. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta go to the Pine Barrens, my dude. 
You got it, man. You got it. Oh, I know. I know. I've worked in Jersey enough, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but, uh-huh. uh, yeah, you just gotta go to, to the wrong area, and you will meet those people. And, I mean, Gary is a small town. And you also have to think those, those, those people might not have acted in the way they did if Pennywise wasn't corrupting the town. True. So, especially at that time, because if you look at Pennywise's history, like whenever he wakes up, the, the bar that had, that was famous for uh, African-Americans to go to burnt down. Yeah, the so, like, That's usually a thing that happens where a, a, commu- a minority community gets heavily targeted and unfortunately even in today's day and age you know when you have a demonic clown creature uh no one's safe not even the gays and they could have helped they could have helped i thought i thought the the guy was really sweet he gave his role his his stuffed animal to the little girl who was victoria he won that that game at the carnival i thought he was a very sweet character he was trying to stand up to the uh, redneck hillbillies and uh, yeah everything that happens I'm just like well that's Pennywise being an asshole and corrupting the town that's, that's how I see it yeah I didn't see it that way and I, I, I don't think I can see it that way but I get it <laughs> but the no, uh... I did, they, it wasn't also I, I didn't like the little the, the what you were saying about the younger redneck I didn't like him yeah, like... Or her. I, Honestly, I wasn't sure if it was a male or female. Yeah, I, I wasn't going there. I couldn't tell either. But, uh, you know, I was hoping that that character was going to get killed by Pennywise. But instead... Yeah, well, I knew... I thought it... Was it gonna, yeah, it uh, had to be. That's yeah. what happened in the book. Yeah, I know. Uh, but that's where, that's where it was like, oh... Wow, there's Pennywise holding the guy, and then all of a sudden he just rips out the guy's rib cage, and I was like, "Holy shit, yes!" Yeah. Right off the bat, we're getting into it. So from that point going on is when I was hooked on this movie. Yeah, and then all we the get balloons that come out from under the bridge. And, yeah. Uh, what 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 did he write? Come home. Something like that. Yeah, it was like in blood on the fucking thing, and Mike saw it. Oh, it was so good. I, I like that scene. I mean, it was definitely cringy to watch the, the humans on human violence, but yeah, once Pennywise, once I saw Pennywise's eyes and his hand reach out to the, um, the guy that was in the river, like, I'm like, yes. Yes, Penny, get him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Following this scene, though, we we start moving into, like, all the characters as adults. So we see, like, Bill, he's working on a movie set. Eddie, who is working out in, I think it's New York City, but this part is kind of silly. I like this. They, he gets a phone call from his wife, and it's the same woman who played his mother in the first movie. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was funny. I I thought that was, that that was fantastic. I love that. Uh, It cuts to, uh, you know, Richie vomiting and he's a he's a very successful uh, stand-up, stand-up comedian. comedian yeah he's bill hater <laughs> yeah he's bill hater essentially um you get bev who grew up in her and get another abusive relationship she's married to someone who's very abusive we have ben who is a successful owner of an architect architecture company i don't know where the did hell you he's catch the, did you catch the cameo yeah, it was young Ben from the miniseries. 
Yeah, I was, uh, I was, uh, because, yeah, you think it's, I I thought that was him at first, and I was like, man, that that's the, and then you see him on the TV, and I was like, oh, man, it's the kid from the fucking original. That is awesome. It's so cool that they got, like, one of the original cast to come back and have, like, a little cameo in this. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. So then Mike, he's still, he's still living in Derry. He's still living in the town. He's the works at the library and he's the one who essentially calls all of the losers club, uh, to get them back together. Uh, the very last one they call is Stanley. So one by one, everybody comes back into dairy. They meet for dinner at the Chinese restaurant. And this was actually one of my favorite scenes from the movie. I wish this had been a little bit longer. I just enjoyed like the chaos and everything and them all catching up the comedy that was in there. This scene was so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Fun. I liked how like the camera was turning a lot. It's like, like you said, there was a lot of chaos, but it was like it felt like a group of friends catching up. Like it, it truly did. It was like, oh, I, I, I'm sitting down with my high school friends. We haven't seen each other in a while, and we just immediately get into the routine of making fun of each other. Of, of oh yeah, blah, 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 your mom's still pretty good, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it felt very real to me. All the, everyone there felt good. Yeah. The, um, and then there were the cookie monsters. The cookie monsters? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the cookie, the fortune cookies coming to life. Yeah, I like that. I thought it was uh, cool. Yeah. Little things like that. When they did little throwbacks to the book, like those things, that was what I appreciated. I didn't like the overall uh, being part of the story for a lot of it, where it felt forced and it wasn't necessary. But like the little things like that, because they made the fortune cookies come to life exactly the way they did in the book or close enough to it, uh, which I appreciated a lot. Going forward, though, man, then uh, eventually they are reintroduced to Pennywise. And they talk to Mike and then they try to figure out where Stan is. And then it turns out, well, Stan couldn't cut it. Or could he cut it? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, with the fortune cookies, how they get that message and like trying to solve the little riddle. That was really cool. And then what, what they end up saying, like, I guess Stan couldn't cut it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool, but yeah, it was really cool. I really enjoyed that. And it put them all, like you said, it reintroduced them to Pennywise and then you like immediately the mood shifted and they were all on edge to the point where Bill Hader's character, Richie ends up yelling at some little freaking kid. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> yeah. He's like, are you him? Are you following me? Why are you following me? He's like, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so i got into some uh, some fan theory thing i hear that that kid was all an illusion by pennywise to fuck with them anyway 
I don't necessarily agree with that. I heard about that theory as well, and I do not agree with it either. Because um, uh, we'll get more into that when we get to the fun house scene, because that's where most of it stems off of. Yeah, like with well, we can still talk about the Chinese place because a lot of people are like, "How come the parents didn't react to Bill Hader screaming at the kid?" And it's like, yeah. So they're like, "Oh, well, it's probably because they weren't actually there." And it's like, no, they were there. The parents don't react in this town. You see several times in in chapter one where things are happening to these kids, and the the adults do don't do anything. They're completely oblivious. Uh, when Ben's yeah. getting his stomach carved up, the car drives by and they just stare at him. Like it, it's Pennywise's influence over this town, which doesn't get reactions from adults. Shit just happens. Yeah. Well, it's that, and it's also okay. So here's a famous comedian that your kid, like the dad, still put himself between Bill Hader and and the kid, and the mom pulled the kid away and and like got him to like. They still kind of reacted. They just did it in a non-confrontational way. Because yeah. if some famous guy yells at your freaking kid, you're not going to punch him in the face. No one's going to punch an actual stand-up comedian for, like, just having a small freak-out and then immediately apologizing to the kid. Like, True. it's not even that he kept going. He's like, what did you do? Like, he had a small freak-out. Okay. And then he apologized. It was over. Why would the parents need to immediately, like, the dad shouldn't beat the shit out of them? That would have been uncalled for. Yeah. If it was I, me, I, I would have. I parents even acted kind of a little slow, but yeah. Yeah. So we find out Stan kills himself. He slits his wrists in the bathtub. So he never makes it back to Derry. And then we find out from Mike that they're is a ritual and this is the part that i didn't like man i didn't like the part that they introduced the ritual of chewed into this movie that's something like it was never talked about in chapter one and then they shove it and force it into this movie they they should have just done something else because it didn't fit in this storyline the ritual of chewed and then having to go around town and find your totems was also it was kind of a cheap way to remake chapter one because this is where they did the flashback to the kids all over again. So most of the scares we're getting with them as adults were actually just getting with them as kids again, which extended the movie even further. I didn't need to see these kids come back. Like if it was quick, you know, minute throwaway flashbacks every now and then, it would have been cool. It's not, I'm not, and I'm not even saying that I hated the flashbacks because I did enjoy them for the most part. I just didn't think they were necessary, and I think it took away from the overall feeling of the adults working together in the story. I feel you on that. Uh, I mean, you're wrong, once again. <laughs> I have to stand by that rating. But I, I definitely feel what you're saying. Um, it, it's, it's very, like, I don't know. Honestly, I enjoyed it, so it's hard for me to, like, try and agree with, or not even agree with you, but... I thought all the flashbacks were really good. My favorite was actually my favorite. I agree with the the ritual chud thing because I even have ritual chud question mark because it was really weird. Like in the first one, they had a lot of references to the turtle, at least. Whereas this one, I only saw like maybe one or two. Yeah, and it was very like whatever. So I. And then for them to have the ritual of Chud, 
Like, I just felt that that was, I agree with you there, where that was weird. They should have called it something else. But at the same time, I, I, I did not read the book because, well, I'm lazy and they have a miniseries and movie. <laughs> so that's what I do. So, hey, man, um, it's a big book. But, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. And it has a scary picture of a demon hand on a, a sewer grate. Yeah, too spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from my understanding of the ritual chat, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is like they get that vision from the turtle itself, not from like a tribe of Native Americans that live on the outside of town. Is, is that correct? So, like I said, I'm I don't remember the book 100. percent I don't even remember Native Americans being in the book. Uh, I didn't like Native Americans being a part of the movie, but cause... I didn't either. It was again. It was just kind of forced in there. But in the book, yeah, the ritual of Chud, it was bringing forth Matirin, the the turtle, who is the creator of worlds, who created our universe and our world. That that's what the ritual does. Uh, it brings them into the macroverse. I think it was called where they can face off against Pennywise. And because Maturin, his, his, he doesn't interfere and he doesn't interact. He created the world and he doesn't interact. He doesn't help. He doesn't try to stop Pennywise. He doesn't even want to fight Pennywise, but he does guide the Losers Club when he feels necessary. They actually reference Maturin in the, uh, in the miniseries. There's a part, in, I think it's in part two of the miniseries where Mike Hanlon says, there was something guiding us that summer, some force. And that force was maturing because in the book, he was trying to guide them, but he couldn't interfere and he essentially didn't want to. Um, but he he's like the pure essence of you know good, whereas Pennywise is the pure essence of evil. Yeah, I think there was only like one reference when young Ben is in the classroom and uh, Beverly goes Ghost Rider and there's like a turtle on the teacher's desk or something like that. Yeah, that, that, that's a good way to call Beverly Ghost Rider in that scene. Yeah. Um, I did like, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, but I did like when Mike and Bill had the hallucination or the shared vision thing, whatever it fucking was, and you got to see Pennywise murdering Native Americans. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought that was cool because I was like, ah, where did they get that sand from Black Panther? I wonder I wonder if that's also, if this is now an MCU movie, <laughs> where does Pennywise lie? To me, it just, it reminded me so heavily of the, the sand technology in Black Panther. It was still really cool and really scary and I liked it, but yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. The, uh, I enjoyed that as well. I, uh, you know, I didn't, again, I didn't think the Native American was necessary, but that scene, I, I agree that that did look cool. These flashbacks though, like when they're getting their totems, let, let's talk about the totems for a second. Most of their totems made sense. And then the rest of them, it was kind of like, like Beverly's, her totem was the, uh, your hair is winter fire, January embers card that ben gave yeah. her and then ben's was his the page from his yearbook that she signed and mike's was a rock richie's was a coin eddie's was well mike's his, was the rock that bev threw and hit um henry bowers the in, yeah. yeah henry bowers yeah not was, just a random rock let's it, you know give it some credit 
I mean, it and was somehow it still had blood on it. Which was <laughs> creepy, but I'm saying she's like, "Yep, this was the first rock you threw that hit him. Not the second, not the third, not the fourth, not the fifth. This was the first one you threw." Um, and it still has his blood on it to prove it. Yeah, because how, uh, how? Look, I work at a store where we sell paint, and I know that as soon as it would have rained, that shit would have came right off. How the fuck did he find that? Like, did he just that day pick up that rock and put it in, like, a thing and be like, yeah, this will come in handy later? Yeah. I was annoyed by the rock. Yeah, the rock bothered me, but also the paper boat uh, that Bill got. That that annoyed me more than all of them because he's... uh, Essentially, Pennywise gave him the paper boat. Yep. Which why would he give him it's like Pennywise was like, Hey, I know what you're trying to do and I know that you're going to try and do this thing. So, uh, here's a tool to do this. Yeah. Uh that was kinda I, I did not like that. That was kinda whack. Uh but then yeah. he meets the kid and then he freaks out on the kid. Oh yeah. That that was that was the same kid, yep. Yep. And then he gets some very big uh, what was his brother's name? Georgie. I don't know, but he definitely imprints, uh, yeah, his brother onto him, and he's like, I gotta save this kid, I gotta save him. Yeah. And, uh, yep, he doesn't. Yeah, they then, oh, fun little thing, fun little, uh, Easter egg here, the kid's skateboard on the bottom, I saw this on a, on a YouTube video, the bottom of the kid's skateboard is the pattern for the carpet from The Shining. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool little that's, Easter that's egg really there. Cool. I like that. Yeah, but uh, after that scene, this is when uh, I don't I don't remember exactly what happens next. But uh, sticking on this kid, Bill ends up going to the carnival to find this kid because Pennywise leaves a thing saying you couldn't save like like something like you couldn't save Georgie. How are you going to save him or something like that? I don't remember. But he goes to the carnival, gets in the house of mirrors, finds the kid, and then that's where we see Pennywise. You see this part in the in the trailer, but uh, I didn't see the outcome happening the way it did, uh, Jeremy. I don't know about you. Oh, I I did. Oh. I I knew that kid was fucking dead <laughs> as soon as he walked into that goddamn funhouse. So in the funhouse, there's those there, there's a part where he's walking by like clown body bag things that are rotating that are dressed as Tim Curry's Pennywise. Yeah. During that scene there's like clown laughter going on and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty fucking sure that that is audio from Tim Curry's miniseries when he's in the library fucking laughing at those kids. Well, the adults. I'm pretty sure that that's the same fucking audio because that's where my mind went and I'm terrible with people's names but I'm pretty good with, hey, that's what that sounds like. So once the movie comes out and I like see it and I can like compare it and, and do audio analysis, which is really just waiting for YouTubers that I follow do all that work. Yeah. Um, I will be, con- I, I'm 90% sure I'll be confirmed that that is fucking Tim Curry laughing. No one's talking about it. <laughs> you gotta wait for the, gotta wait for the Blu-ray now unless you go see it again. I, I didn't catch Kim, uh, catch Tim Curry's laughter though. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Like, if it wasn't his, whatever laugh track they got, it sounds, it was, it immediately 
sent me back to as a five year old watching the miniseries. It, hmm. I was I was scared. Yeah, and that's when I'm like, that kid's fucking dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it surprised but, the hell out of me. I I I saw it going where. Bill breaks the glass, gets the kid before Pennywise gets him, but nah, man. He bashes his face through and just chomps the kid and blood goes everywhere. Fuck. Yep, yep. Yeah, it surprised me. I, I liked it. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, uh, I said this on here multiple times now. I don't like it when kids get killed uh, in movies. You know, I don't... Part of my... My list of things I dislike in movies are when dogs get killed or cats or any kind of animal dies, um, kids get killed or uh, rape scenes I don't like. Uh, the, the kids dying in this, it was, I think they did it better than how they, uh, in chapter one, how they did it with Georgie, I didn't appreciate seeing Pennywise actually bite his arm off. I didn't like that. Uh, the kid, yeah. you don't really see him get eaten. And then we could talk about Victoria next because what happens to her, I was, I was a little, you know, a little irked by, but you know, it, it is also the story that you're getting into. It is a clown that kills children. So it's like, I, I kind of have to accept it. I know what I'm getting into. It still rubs me the wrong way, but, uh, let, I'll let you talk about Victoria since that was, uh, the scene you wanted to talk about. Okay. So I love, I love the Victoria the whole, uh, I believe she's sitting on, uh, she's watching a uh, baseball game uh, with her mother, who's not very attentive, and she's like, son, can we get on the board? And the mom's like, no, we got to finish watching the game because your kids or your brother's playing or whatever. And so she sees a firefly lightning bug, whatever you call them, and starts following it, and it's like very obviously, it's leading her under the bleachers into a very dark part of the bleachers and the lightning bug you just see like two hands clasp it and then pull it and then the hands open up a little bit and you see Pennywise's face and all oh, that was so just terrifying because it's it's the actual like it's it's like when you're at camp as a kid and you're cheesy camp counselor, camp guide, has the flashlight, and he's trying to tell a scary story, but that cheesy camp counselor is instead Pennywise. <sighs> oh, it just, like, I love that. And then he immediately used, like, calling her, her, her the name her friends call her, and, like, I just love how Pennywise gets in the head. And she, because she was like, no, you're scary. I need to go away. And he's like, everyone leaves me because of how my face looks. And she has a, like, birthmark on her face. And it immediately pulls out her heartstrings. And she's like, I can, I, I feel like that, too, because I get made fun of my, for my facial mark. And then he, he's like, I, I'll, I can make that disappear. With just a blow on the count of three, just come close, come close. And she walks cl up to him, and she's like, "Oh my God, my birthmark can't get blown away by a mysterious magical clown." Yeah. Uh, and instead, he well, he counts one, two, and he stares, and he sees the drool, and even fucking kill mode. And as soon as she opens her eyes, he just. Oh, 
I fucking loved it. I loved the entire. Mm, it was fucking terrifying, and I, I, I felt so terrible for Victoria. I, mm, but it was so good. Yeah, I, uh, I am, I'm with you. It was a, it was a very good scene. Uh, I, again, the, it wasn't for me. That's not what I like seeing, but, uh, it was a good scene. The, yeah, he counts one, two, and then he does that like dumbfounded look that he does with the drool. And she goes, you forgot to say, ah, yeah, the, the second that happens, man, that, that's a creep factor that I, I appreciate about this movie, which is why I think it was, is successful at a, you know, being a horror movie. It's de- that's definitely one of the creep factor parts. Rob, I want to ask you a quick question. Go for it. Do you remember any jump scares in this? Jump scares? There weren't any. That's, that's what I thought. Because, and I appreciate that. Because I feel too many horror movies nowadays depend on fucking jump scares. And yeah. And they Sometimes they work. Sometimes I like them. But yeah. for the most part... And I like that this one didn't have any. And I'm like, maybe I forgot, and there was one, so I wanted to check with you. But yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't catch any jump scares. Most of the scares were natural. They weren't. They weren't fake. So if there were, I don't remember them. But I, I don't remember any. Like I, I seriously, I don't think there were. All the scares were natural. Yeah. Um, Which was good, and I think just makes it even a better horror movie because that is. Jump scares have their place. They really do. Some mm-hmm. of them are great. For the most part, they're dumb, mm-hmm. and they're heavily overused. If you if you go to see a horror movie, and I'm just gonna go on a little rant here, Rob. I'm so sorry. If you go to see a horror movie and there's more than five jump scares, they're fucking pandering. They're they're pan- like it's just it's like horror movies that depend on gore. If you have to depend on jump scares and gore and some hot chick taking her shirt off, hmm. although, you know what, no, let's remove that one. That went fine. If you have to depend on jump scares and gore, it's <laughs> probably not a good horror movie. I agree. If you, I, I fully agree with you. Uh, I don't think a horror movie should rely on gore, and I don't believe it should rely on jump scares. Jump scares, jump scares are very cheap. They can be yep. done right, but usually when they're, like you said, more than once, twice, I would say if it's done more than twice, it's too many. Um, everything else yeah. after that should be natural. You should definitely not rely on your gore because that's the torture porn area of horror. It's solely relying on gore, not uh, intentionally trying to scare you. And yeah, nudity is fine. Nudity is a part of horror. That's not so much, you know, like, uh, I mean, it is a cliche, but it's part of horror. I, you know, I I could live without the nudity, but usually it's in there and I don't care. What we were talking about the the special effects, uh, was the other part Paul Bunyan? No, actually the other part was the leper man. Oh, bro, yes. I hated that scene. I totally forgot about that. See, but the thing is, I'm not sure if I hated it because, like, maybe it was bad CGI or I hated it because that's fucking disgusting. No, what I hated Uh, about it was the music. Really? Yeah, it was so out of place. Just call me Angel. No, it does not fit. so fucking random. And it kind of ruined it. Yeah. It's like... It's like they were editing and they were like, you know what would make this really funny? Let's put in that song from Deadpool. And it's like, no, that, that 
it doesn't work here. Don't put music, just don't slow it down either. Just have the leper puke on him. But yeah, his CGI was terrible too. think of the Paul Bunyan statue scene I personally uh I enjoyed it I thought the CGI was a little wonky on Paul Bunyan but uh that also was taken out of the book I liked Pennywise in that scene because he was using words to scare Richie he wasn't using his physical form to scare him he was saying I know your secret I know your secret like I thought that was uh clever and I, I enjoyed that part yeah I also like so when when Pennywise was altering reality, like the color he changed, and every so it was like just in the middle of a fucking park during the day. So obviously there were other people. I'm like, oh, how's Pennywise gonna get to him without like other people seeing Pennywise? And they were part of it. Yeah. Like they started screaming, "I see," or "I know your secret." They were clapping or whatever. The, like they were going with whatever Pennywise needed them to do. Yeah. And then uh, the ball, Paul Bunyan statue. It, I, I thought that was cool. I thought it looked cool. I liked the bats that came out of its mouth and attacked uh, Richie. Yeah, I thought I thought that whole scene was pretty freaking cool. I think Pennywise needs to do a better job at killing people, but I get he was also trying to fuck with them. Yeah. But I feel like he could have actually killed them. Well. Uh, before they had to dance at the end. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think. I would have killed at least a couple if I were him. Well, he gets one of them. But uh, I I like that scene. I thought it was... I didn't pick up that Richie was... And, I mean, you don't have to, but in Chapter 1, I I didn't get that Richie's character was a closeted homosexual. No, I that's, didn't... That's the secret that Pennywise keeps saying. Yeah, I didn't catch that in chapter one. I caught in the original miniseries, I always thought he was a homosexual, though, because when he's a grown up, his right before he heads back to Derry, his the one guy says, we've been through a lot together, Rich. And like he storms off very like flamboyantly. And uh, I was like, oh, OK, he's gay. And that's just something I thought when I was little. So seeing it in this movie, I, I was like, oh, OK, cool. They're still sticking with him being gay, uh, which was fine. Yeah. I think I heard some people were like, of course they got to make Richie gay. Like, why do they got to do that? I was like, what's the big deal? It didn't affect the story at all. It was done naturally. It was fine. 
Yeah, I like that Pennywise used it to torment him. Uh, yeah. Because that's, that's an adult fear. It's no longer that he's scared of the wolf man. It's he's scared of people finding out that he's gay. Yeah. Um, it, it added so. to the story. It didn't d- distract from it. It was, it was, it was fine. I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was a good move. And you said that's how it is in the book. I, I don't remember it being like that in the book, but I remember sensing it in the uh, in the miniseries, uh, in part two of the miniseries when Richie gets the call from Mike, and he says he has to go back to Derry, and uh, Richie's I, I think it, I thought it was like his partner. Uh, they you don't actually. They don't actually say he's gay, but I always sensed it that he was gay in the miniseries. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't pick up on it, but whatever works, I guess. Yeah. I I liked it. I thought it was cool. Well, not that it was cool, but I thought it was implemented well with, like I said before, Pennywise tormenting him for an adult fear, because that's I, especially with what happened in the beginning of the movie where a a guy was basically thrown off beaten and thrown off a bridge because of his sexuality yeah uh you know unfortunately that crap does still happen today all over the fucking nation because people are pieces of shit yeah but uh you know yeah no i thought it was good it was uh it was well implemented that's where i'll go with that all right dude there's a there's two more things i want to touch on and then i think we can wrap it up Okay. Earlier I said there was one character I would take out of the movie completely, and we never really even talked about him. That's how important he is. Uh, Henry Bowers. I would not have introduced Henry Bowers as still being alive and coming back to try to kill the Losers Club. Uh, I thought they could have just taken that right out of this one, and it would have been fine. Here's my argument against what you're saying. Go for it. I just want you to know something. Eddie You're wrong this made time. Made fun of his mullet. What? Eddie made fun of his mullet. Yes. Right there, that needed to be in the movie. Oh jeez. <laughs> that needed to be because as soon as I saw Henry Bauer in the movie, I'm like, he still has a fucking mullet. <laughs> and then when Eddie said the same fucking thing, you still have a fucking mullet. Like I was just, ah. Uh, like, I was so happy, and, yeah, no, I I didn't like that he went after, I think he should have just gotten stopped in the ho- in the original when he went after Eddie, but yeah. um, the rest of it, I thought, yeah, when he went after Mike, I thought that was excessive. Who yeah. ended up beating the shit out of him? Was that Bill, or did Mike take him down? Mike, well, that was the cool part, uh... You know, Henry Bowers goes to tackle Mike like he did in chapter one, but Mike is so much bigger now, he just fucking chucks Henry Bowers into uh, a table. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, think, uh, shit, who was it? Um, I want to say it was Ben hits him in the head with the hatchet. Oh, yeah, it was Ben. Uh, yeah, because he was, uh, yeah. Yeah, he hits him yeah. with a tomahawk. Yeah. I don't want to jump away from topic, but, uh, what were your thoughts on Spider Pennywise? Oh, I, um, let's say it was a lot better than the miniseries Spider. I agree. I, I liked it. Yes, yes. I, I loved, I, yeah, as soon as he pops, so the fact that they filled 
unveiled the ritual of Jude. I liked. And Penny's like, Mike, why don't you tell your secret? Oh, the ritual failed and I killed all those Native Americans that tried to catch him, catch me before? Yeah, so dumb, because I'm still fucking killing people. Why do you think that this would work? <laughs> like, yeah. As soon as, so as soon as Mike laid out that plan and he's like, yeah, those Native Americans did this too and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, but why is Pennywise around? If the Native Americans won, why Pennywise killing people? Yeah. And I'm like, it either didn't work or some asshole let Pennywise go. One of those two, probably the first one, because who would release an evil clown demon? Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, and then when it it happened, and Penny was like, oh yeah, I killed all those assholes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he totally did. And uh, he immediately started trying to kill all the heroes. I, I thought that clown was awesome i liked it i liked that it's arm it changed size it it yeah uh watching him grow was cool the watching him like come out from behind the uh crater yeah was cool and show like his reveal of his true form oh it was just wonderful yeah, I liked it a lot. The actual deadlights floating behind his head was a little strange uh, just because it went from being in his mouth and then being behind him. That's a nitpick, not a big deal. It was just a little strange for me. But uh, being the giant spider and like still changing his like arms and everything and like I agree with you 100% 10 times better than the miniseries spider. It looks so much cooler Then when it Oh, dude, the part where Richie starts throwing stuff at him and he's like, he's yelling at him. And was it, he says something like, I, uh, in like mid throw or something, Pennywise hits him with the deadlights and he just stops instantly and becomes like a zombie. Yeah, yeah. That well, part was, was like badass. Beth in chapter one, where she just immediately limp, just looking into the deadlights. Yeah. Yeah, that part was awesome. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, then we lose, you know, we lose Eddie, which was sad. His last words to Richie will always stick with me, and they they were just so meaningful. What were they? I fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. All right, man. So then, this is the this is the part, the end of the movie where. Two things right here that, that ruined the ending of this movie to me. The first thing is how they defeat Pennywise by screaming at him. Okay. Uh, they scream at him until he turns into a baby. And, oh, my God, that baby Pennywise was so cute. I just wanted to pinch his he little won, nose. wasn't he? Yes. I that as, like, a stuffed animal and or toy or something. Yeah. I, I don't care. I need it. I, I need it, too. He was adorable. Uh, yeah, he was. He was so cute. <laughs> oh yeah, come here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tickle that belly. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, honestly, what what I got from that part is sometimes if there's a bully in your life, you just have to get your friends together and bully them. Yeah, that's that's sometimes what you gotta do, and then rip their fucking heart out. Hell yeah, crush it as a team. <laughs> <laughs> but then. uh then when it came to the end and everybody got the suicide letter from Stan, I didn't like that part either. I thought it, uh, uh, I, I don't want to say a glorified suicide, but I, I, uh, it kind of did. 
Yeah. No, it kind of did. It did. It said. Um, it said, guys, it's I didn't okay. Think I did the, the time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, like him saying. Although, you go. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, well, him saying him saying in the note was like, guys, I didn't do it because I was scared. I did it because I knew I had to help and get you guys back together again. Bro, that's bullshit. It, <laughs> he not, was scared. I didn't do this because I was, it, it wasn't, it was, I did this because I was too scared and I knew that the entire living losers club had to be there. And I knew I wouldn't be able to do it. So I killed myself so that you guys could. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, that at least that's how I took it because it was like he, yeah, I think he even said the ever the entire losers club had to be there, and I knew I wouldn't be able to to do that because I was too like I'm too scared to do it. So I'm taking myself off the board. I'm taking myself off like out of play. And uh, yeah. I'm going to kill myself so that you guys can can deal with this. Because if the entire Losers Club isn't there, you won't stand a chance. I think he could have just applied for uh, resignation from the Losers Club. I think <laughs> very dramatically, but, you know, yeah. to each their own. Yeah, he, he wanted to go out. He finished his puzzle. His life was done. He was good. It's still, it's still kind of glorified suicide, and I think that the letter at the end was still a little much. I would have, I think, been happier. And I probably would have gave it a 9.5 if they just didn't touch on Stan again. Yeah, they shouldn't have. They should have just left it open where he was too scared to go back. Yep, yep. But, uh, man, that's that's all I have to talk about. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Yes, the doors. Scary, not scary, and only kind of scary? What was the middle one? No, it's scary, not scary, scary, super, or very scary. Yeah, the three doors. Yeah, I love the, I loved the joke with the dog in the very scary door. Or not very scary, ah, I forget which one the fucking dog was behind. Yeah, yeah. It was the very scary door, because they opened the not very scary door, and they saw the top half. No, they saw the bottom bottom half. half. Yeah, it was a little throwback to chapter one. Yep, yep, I did like that. Oh, Richie's head in the fridge, or Stan's head in the fridge. Yeah. That creature was awesome. I mean, that was a few moments before what we're currently talking about. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. And then the, the three doors I thought was cool. And the uh, the scene where Bev was stuck in a toilet, and then Ben was in his underground cave clubhouse thing. Yeah, that part was cool. I thought that entire part was dumb. You didn't like that part. No, it was, it was, okay. So once again, those are probably my two least favorite characters. So I just did not care. I was like, get me back to the Eddie and Richie part. I want more Eddie and Richie. I gotcha. And then it was Bev and Ben, and I felt they gave that way too much time. There was a... Uh, Shining reference. Uh, I think it was Bill. No, what was the fucking bully's name? I don't know. One of the characters he shoves his head into Bev's stall, and he's like, "Here's Johnny." Carrying that, but I thought that was 
once again, it looked cool. It was kind of scary. I just, I wanted Bill and Eddie and even just Pennywise to actually be on the screen. I didn't know what was happening between the two love birds. Yeah, I could have gone with or without that scene. I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was cool. The, uh, jumping back to the scene with the three doors, I like that a lot being a throwback. Not just the doors themselves, but the fact that it's the, the legs this time and not the top half. Because in chapter one, they closed the door after seeing the top half of, I think it was Betty Ripscomb. And Yeah, it was one of the like one of the missing girls or something. Yeah, and then Richie goes, where the fuck were her legs? So now like when they open the door in this one, it's the legs instead of the top half. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and then uh, when they opened the very scary door, it was a little dog. It yeah. turned into a terrifying heroin dog, heroin addict dog. That's how I'm going to describe it. Yeah, it was the leper's uh, dog. Pet dog, dogs on meth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, I, I was cool. I, I thought it was fucking hilarious that Phil was like, oh, what's it going to be, a fucking little poochie dog? And then it was a little poochie dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. Oh, uh, Bill's. Yeah, Billy's fucking scene where he's in the, his house basement and there's Georgie. Yeah. Well, he's talking to... There's Georgie and there's young Bill. See, that was one of the times where I thought having the kid actors... Like, that was... It wasn't necessarily a flashback. It was a fuck-with-you moment. Yeah. But I liked, I liked that Bill was trying to essentially say, you're not at fault, Bill to himself as a younger kid. Yeah. And I I liked... I liked that Pennywise helped all these kids get through their childhood trauma. Without Pennywise, they'd all still be facing with this stuff. And, uh, you know, he... Pennywise should be a therapist of the year. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he was a good man. Yeah. Good man, Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I wanted to uh, touch on. I believe. Let me look at my notes. Yep, that's it. All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, dude. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you again for uh, calling in. I'm glad it. You know, I'm glad we were finally able to do this. Yeah, you know, well, once life stops being so uh, traumatic for both of us, we'll we'll have to do more of these things. Yeah, dude. You know, life will uh, life will get on track eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody, uh, thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. Uh, tune in next time. We are going to be giving our review on the new mutants. All right, check you later. Bye.